Together, Quadrant Podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through Quadrant Experience, then relay to you, the listener, if this game is the creme de la creme of co-op or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. Hello. It is late. It is late. This is one of our latest podcasts. We usually, we're, we're tired, really? boys. Yeah. Like this. Oh, let's intro, I guess. Aaron from Aaron and Tommy Superpod. Welcome to the show. Hey, am I your guys' third, uh, third, third host yet? Or is there somebody else? Just about, I'd have to crunch the numbers because we had a lot of Jared for a while. A lot of Jared is a good name for a rock band, by the way. In case you had like maybe more than one member <laughs> a lot named Jared, Jared or no, none of them are named Jared. Nick's come on a lot too. A lot of Nick. That's true. I'll true. kill him. I'll fucking kill him. You are the only person to be on listening together more than once now, though. Oh, out of dude. our four episodes, so that's a pretty high percentage, actually. Sweet. All right, I've Which done. I've, I love to highlight that your Dicey Dungeons listening together is the best. And we're back, and we died a terrible death. But this is new Philip and new Nave and new Aaron. And I don't remember what we were talking about exactly, but Aaron, you are the second person to ever be on a listening together twice. No, you're the first person to do it twice, not the second person to do it once, because that was taken by someone else. Not you. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> you, I don't think. Whoever they are, fuck them. This is my turf now. Yeah, you have the best performing listening together episode we've ever done. I don't oh, know I why, know. but it is like 20 to 50% better than any other listening together. With JP's Last of Us episode being the worst. Of course. <laughs> because of course. Of course it is. is so fucking good, dude. Is it a game that I assume most people have never heard of? I don't know. I... I, I... I feel like a lot of people have heard. Maybe that's just because, like, I'm looking up shit for the game constantly, so I, I'm finding all the people who already know about it. It's on Game Pass. It is. And, dear listener, this is not going to be a regular episode. So I'm still traveling. So this is a uh, past Philip and Nave. So we yeah. decided to break out another listening together for you guys, just so there's content to carry over while I'm out of the loop. And so we're going to be listening to, what game is this? Persona 3. But before we get there, let's just check in with what we've been playing. But since this is past Philip and Nave, it's going to be irrelevant. So instead, let's ask what Aaron's been playing. Uh, well, yeah, past Aaron, I guess, since this is coming out in like three weeks, uh, playing a, a little bit of uh, Super Mario RPG remake. Uh, also trying to bust through uh, Ease 1. There's a deep cut for everybody there. Uh, they're pretty fun pretty good game so i've never heard of ease until about a month ago whenever i was getting really into psp emulation and i was yep. seeing like what's popular and like you just type in like psp rpgs and yeez is at the top of the list yeezys yeah there's like six of them on there i'm pretty sure you have like one and two in one game and then what remakes of uh three and four and six i don't no, know six but I... playstation 2 yeah yeah there's a lot I know they brought them to Switch, right? Though, like, so you don't need to emulate them. Like, you can actively buy them. I know, I know Origin is on Switch. I don't know about the other games. I know uh, you can get them on PC, though. So, I mean, if you have, like, Steam Deck or something, you can get them on, like, uh, GOG.com has them on sale a lot for, like, seven bucks a piece. Except for, like, um, there's a couple that are a little bit more expensive. They're, like, 14 bucks, but... Uh, they're not bad, not bad. 
through all of all every game in the series except for five is on gog for sure which they've in my when i was looking at top 10 psp rpgs list or whatever your stupid monomoose of the shadow blade game popped up or whatever the game that looks like oh yeah anime trash yeah and i saw that <laughs> and i'm like i've i've seen this game only because of nave that game's pretty good actually i mean i wouldn't call it an rpg but <laughs> that's like calling that's like calling final fantasy 16 an rpg i mean come on we're splitting There's hairs numbers now. well that's like saying like is diablo not an rpg well diablo is. Is, is an rpg <laughs> it's the same game there's numbers that fly out of people when you hit them just like uh, Borderlands is an RPG. I mean, I guess, yeah, that's true. I mean, you still gain levels and experience and shit, and, and you progress yeah. your characters and stuff. I don't know. That's a pretty mind-melting fucking question. What makes an RPG? Because I guess you're just role-playing, and you can role-play. Just Madden. Literally. Yeah, you Madden can role-play as fucking Mario, yeah. Fucking, uh, what is it, Aladdin for the Genesis? You're role-playing as his dumbass, so... What, what what is an rpg i think it's just numbers i think it's supposed to be a reference to like tabletop role-playing games like wasn't it the whole thing with like final fantasy where one of the ancient japanese overlords was playing dungeons and dragons and wanted to make final fantasy i don't know which one that the one the... that there's miyamoto there's uh <laughs> there's cosmic hero there's just so many of them okay put reggie phil's aim or fizame yeah. in there too as well he's in there too yeah, Reggie Fizeme, the notorious <laughs> Japanese developer. <laughs> he made Final Fantasy 2. It was a real spinoff for the series. Yeah, but it was supposed to be the last one. That's why it was the Final Fantasy. Thank you, oh Reggie. God. Thank you, Reggie. The final destination. All right, and what else did you, what did you say you were playing at first? The first game before uh, I ran away with Yeast? Super Mario RPG remake. Ah, uh, you made it out of the Pipe House or whatever they renamed it. Oh, you mean like Mario's Pad? Yeah, Mario's like Pad. I think it's the I think Trap it House like, now. It was called like the pipe house in the original and everyone's like, they censored it. And it just is like Mario house or something. <laughs> pipe house. Like, yeah, let me uh, look it up. I made it to, I, uh, oh yeah, I just completed, there's this place called Marymore and uh, I completed that and I, it's because I'm fucking unhinged. I was like, this would make for a fucking hilarious meme. So I tweeted, you've heard of Elf on a Shelf, get ready for Drew Barrymore and Marymore fucking shoot shoot me <laughs> yeah i saw shoot that me. and i was like i have no idea what the fuck this is and i just scrolled on past yep yep you're not i don't know who one. that is and i don't know where that is <laughs> so I don't know, i'm just gonna go which it is confirmed the mario bros house has a front sign that says pipe house in the super mario rpg original one <laughs> in case you want to go to the pipe house nice dude i was just gonna say i only know drew barrymore from 51st dates but nobody else has ever watched that movie before so go ahead <laughs> You know, we've talked about that show on like, can you give me a play by play of the plot of 51st States? Because we had an argument about it last time this came up. Oh, Christ. OK, so Adam Sandler. <laughs> Was it an argument on. or were we just loud? We were just like we couldn't agree on what exactly happened or what the series may be about. So we kind of did like a fan, a fan edit of it, of what we think 51st States should be. All right. What, what is it? So so the movie is all about. So Adam Sandler what is it he has a boat uh he has uh gatorade <laughs> yeah. and reese's for breakfast he goes to a diner they're like spamming eggs he sees a hot chick it's drew barrymore he's like let's do it and then uh they do it and then the next day comes and he talks to her again she doesn't remember him he freaks out basically drew barrymore has uh 
she's like brain damage or something so she's lost all of her short-term memory whenever she what if she just is just ghosting him and she's just really awkward <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> Plot just a twist. different read of it that's it no that's that's the movie that that's that's the whole movie <laughs> I, I like that <laughs> yeah that's some real m night Shyamalan shit all right oh another thing uh that kind of came up uh since we don't have games we've been playing to talk about nay we got a semi ride in from nick and knight one of our patron supporters and friend of the pod mm-hmm. and he asked us if we actually like anime games or not or games with anime style you, you were going to ask this on the on the persona 3 with the, the game the that's an anime yeah it's perfect i don't know we'll, we'll just go around aaron do you like anime style games like do you mean games based on anime or ones that just have like like an anime art style Probably just anime art style because the games based on anime, like what's not to like if we're just looking at Dragon Ball Fighters, um, you know, the Naruto Sh- Shinda Storms, Shippuda Storms. <laughs> Shippuda Storms. Um, I mean, yeah, there, there's quite a few. I um, I, I, I guess it depends on the kind of game, too, because like visual novels I can do for a little bit and then I start to get incredibly sleepy. But uh, there's a lot of games uh activating weeb mode here uh blue <laughs> reflection second light that's a really good one. Oh, is that the game christian plays i don't know who the fuck it's, christian is like but sure some fucking christian shit oh wait, no no I, I i do know who he is now oh, as of late no he plays the blue neptunia games oh i don't know about that one I've yeah heard, uh those games are blue, boring was it blue reflection is um it's like it's like sailor moon if they were stranded in some like uh alternate world or some shit and they, they fight for their lives because like monsters will kill them or something like that of course yeah but uh, yeah yeah i like anime games it just kind of depends on like the type of game yeah what about you nave are you an anime guy yeah the bigger the tits the better <laughs> see that was that boobies, was what the discussion ass. went to yeah right away <laughs> yeah right away it was like yeah i like anime games except i wish there wasn't so much jiggle physics <laughs> yeah well stick to your last of us philip yeah, I guess. There's it's just, there's some that don't do that, though. Like, I mean, Blue Reflection is, is one that doesn't do that. But I guess they're, like, high school kids. But there, there are some that don't have, like, big, humongous knockers. Yeah, dude. I was playing Near Automata, and mm-hmm. which I beat. We're talk- we talked about it last episode, apparently. But um, I beat Near Automata. But you get a third character in that game. And boy, is she... Boy, is she voluptuous. I was <laughs> I was staggered the first time I saw her walk animation. I was like, Jesus, how horny are these guys? Like, oh my God. <laughs> no, it's just the one guy. Just that one. Uh, what's the creative director, dude? The guy Yoko that Taro makes the or something yeah, like that. It's just that guy. It's just him. I love him. It, it's so it, funny. It is really it, funny. It is crazy because the strongest, most deadliest androids are also the sexiest ones. So it is just well, like well, a, this weird they, cognitive dissonance. They explain it kind of in near though. Like they make an argument that like the androids are supposed to be the the ultimate perfection humans or whatever, so they all look like models except for the the males, which look like little boys. Yeah, <laughs> it's just this is so what pro- peak masculinity looks like, and it is nine s. <laughs> <laughs> this little boy, it's so funny. But she has a good arc. Yeah, we'll talk. We talked about it already. I probably yeah, we will have talked about it already. At this point, we haven't recorded that episode that we we're talking about. We will, we will. Nice. So for me, I like anime games, but it's also really problematic whenever 
I have mm-hmm. children walking around and I don't want them being like, oh, dad's playing a porn game when I'm like, no, it's just Xenoblade 2 or Xenoblade yeah. Chronicles 2. And I happen to get the Pokemon summon, which is the giant chested woman. Like, it's like, Ugh! you know, or the problem with, like Nave said with Nier, I'm like, man, I love Nier. But also I have a barely dressed model on the screen at all times. I feel that. Yeah. Xenoblade is pretty bad a lot with that too. Who's the fucking... Uh... Uh, the guy who has the robot, the little, uh, the oh, dude, guy. guy with the sex um, robot. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember his name. He, I, I never finished the game. He's always like, Ooh, me love boobies or whatever. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. He's God. so gross. Um, and he, he makes the robot called a master and everything. Yep, it's, yep. It's, it's real rough. Hey, if you haven't played this one, right? No, I, I actually really like that game. <laughs> dude, I have, I put in like a hundred hours and haven't finished it. Yeah. There's a lot of shit to it. It's, I uh the the Pokemon mechanic is really fucking cool too. I put in too much time trying to get like every single blade, like a like an idiot, but because they keep adding more with the fucking deal. Well, I guess the DLC's done now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anime yeah. games, anime <laughs> games. Oh, another problem one is uh I just beat Metal Gear Solid Five: Phantom Pain, oh. and Quiet is barely dressed in that as well. And I'm like, uh, you know, she's a lizard it's that breathes through her skin. Breathe through her skin. Yeah, man. she's got to breathe. And meanwhile, I'm like, oh, Kojima. What's, is that? Is that like an actual canon? Like. That's why she yeah, that's dressed like that. Yeah, and they yeah. explain like it all it it links up in the story why she's involved with you while why she breathes through her skin. It all has a reason. It just doesn't explain it till sixty hours in. Right on. After you, you already have her on the team, but if you get her to friendship bond level eight out of ten, you can unlock clothes for her. Nice. Yeah. You can't <laughs> like, just put a fucking sweatshirt on her. Just go. No, she'll suffocate. Like... You gotta unlock. Oh. A, like the outfits for okay oh and they know what they're doing because all of her outfits like the little icons you go through them or whatever it's just a close-up on her chest and she's like <laughs> you had to do that yes you really had to do that meanwhile you look at the dog ones it's a close-up on like his dog goggles like you see his That's face awesome. and it's like so you upgrade the dog and it's like oh what what goggles is he wearing and then you upload or you upgrade quiet and it's like what outfit is she wearing on her chest <laughs> Yeah, man. The Japanese just have a whole different uh, conception of sexuality that us Western people just don't yeah, understand. We just don't understand. I understand it. I love it. <laughs> I'm fucking all in. Like, I always tell... So one of my favorite animes, especially recently, is an anime called Space Dandy. And it's basically Johnny Bravo meets Cowboy Bebop. Oh my and God, dude, this guy... Yeah. He goes to he goes to his favorite uh, his favorite place in the world, and his whole point of being a alien bounty hunter is to make enough money to go see every single one of these restaurants called Boobies, <laughs> which is just Hooters in space. And like that is the God. first thing that happens in the show is he goes to this restaurant called Boobies, and he goes, "Yay!" As he's in the, <laughs> and it is just so funny. And it's just oh it's God, amazing, dude. So that's stupid. what I'm trying to awesome. that's what I'm trying to be in. <laughs> yeah, boobies, dude. But overall, we all seem very yay on anime games. I'm just tired of the tropes, or at least I give me that. some options. Like, there's like, there's always like profanity sliders and blood sliders. Like, I don't need Soul Caliber where the armor breaks off while you're fighting, so that you can see it for the full jiggle of physics. You don't want to see <laughs> Geralt of Rivia naked as hell. I mean, I'm fine I with wish. it, but I just wish I could tone it down. You know. Just give me, just give me a toner. Uh, and with that, nice. Let's thank our patrons. So, dear patrons, 
Thank you for all your support. Mr. Quang, Insane Cracker, Nick and Knight, Michael Superbacker, the Intergalactic Pinecone, and everyone who is not supporting us, I want to thank you, but I can't. So instead, <laughs> I want you to think to yourself how cool it would be if we could just, I don't know, pay our guest for spending time coming down to our show. Aaron, would, wouldn't you like money? I, I would love money right now. Yeah, and right now you're not getting paid. In fact, you're like wasting your time coming out here to be on our show. You could be doing so much more. You could be doing a part-time job right now getting paid. If only we could pay you at least minimum wage for the hour and a half to two hours, you're probably going to be here. It's it's yeah. like we're stealing from you. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting paid an experience, man. Give me all that experience. Experience. It's experience and exposure. Exactly. Yes. So, dear listeners, if you want us to get to the point where we can actually support our guests, please think about donating a dollar, two dollars, forty dollars on our Patreon. That is all. Do you, Do you really have a, a forty dollar tier on your Patreon? No, I don't think so. Oh, I'd have to cool. go look specifically $40. And with that, it's time for the Am I the Asshole section. Dear listeners, if this is your first episode, I recommend you go to a different episode. But if you're continuing to stick with us, this is the Am I the Asshole section, where we go on the internet, find some people that have the question of Am I the Asshole or a Asshole, and we let them know if it's real or not, or if they're really assholes. So let's take a quick look at this one. Nave, do you want to read this or you want me to? Where's the link that you... you oh, the, the link, link has the been destroyed. Recording. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here, I still have it. There you uh, go. It's in chat. Okay. This is once again in a suspended account. Mr. Fake... Named Fake and Gay. Fake and Gay. <laughs> <laughs> From five yeah, years ago. Great. Yeah, before we do this, I gotta go uh, read to my kid really fast, but I'll be just a couple of minutes. If you yeah, want to like, do what you pause the recording or something. Okay, I'll be right back. Let's take a quick break. Boom, boom, boom. Look at that. What a loving father. And now that he's gone, we can talk shit about him. Can you believe this guy having children during a podcast? I would never read to Molly. I would never read a single fucking word to that dog. You know, I read to Arthur like every night when I try to put him to bed, but he could give a fuck less about me reading to him. He's like one in two months or something like that. And I'll be reading to him. He'll literally come over to me while I'm just reading open to the open air because he's dicking off in his room doing whatever. And he will take the book out of my hands and throw it on the floor and just be like, nah, we're done with that. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a, ch a children. Yep. Dude, he does stuff like that. Like the dog will be sitting on the couch, chewing on her toy. He'll just walk over, just reach a hand up. The dog won't fight him or anything. And he'll just take the toy out of the dog's mouth and throw it on the floor right in front of her. The disrespect in this child is just, it's insane <laughs> yeah well i used to have this bird named sammy it was a little love bird and i would like I would, it would be out flying around in my house and then i would be reading and it would jump onto my book and just sit there and then as i would turn the page it would get pissed off and start biting my fingers <laughs> as i would as i was turning the page and then it would jump back on the book and just chill there again that's pretty good <laughs> just wanted to stand on the book and i let him do that until one time he shit on it and i was like okay well you're done with that forever yeah, never come near that's when you just close the book, crunch. <laughs> and it's like just feathers come out. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the chickens that explode in uh, Fable. Do they do that? I'm not sure. I think in every game. No, not in Zelda. Legend in Zelda. Zelda, they just have like a red blood explosion that pops out the side of them. Surprisingly violent. Wait, what Zelda game does that happen in? In Ocarina of Time, when you cut the chicken. Hold on. Oh, you're just talking about like that PNG yeah, that comes out? Yeah, the single spinning PNG chicken cut. Gonna get like a 
a video like how to prepare chicken for Thanksgiving. No, I was wondering about it. It would probably just play the cutscene. I can't find like a gif of anything of anybody just slashing the chicken, but I feel like it, it had like a red. I might be imagining it. Yeah, you would have to like look at a video because no one's going to screenshot that specific thing. You think that? But no, I know that because, you know, I have to go find a bunch of random fucking images for our stupid thumbnails all the time. And I, you'd be surprised how I'm like, Kiryu crying, Yakuza Judgment, <laughs> Yukuami. Like, yeah, because there was a, another moment in Yakuza Gaiden where he cries and is a lot more impactful than him losing at Pocket Circuit. And that is the picture that everyone screenshotted. And I'm like, no, I don't want that one. I want to be like serious. Yeah, I see that. I still need to make the thumbnail for the other thing. We, whenever we're, do, whenever we're recording, I'm trying to be more cognizant of like things that I'm like, oh, I could put that in the thumbnail. And so that episode in particular, I already had the two picture, two of the pictures that I knew I wanted. I wanted that Eminem, and I wanted Cure You Crying. But then I just completely forgot about the new episode. I have no fucking idea what we talked about. Well, I mean, and we since we recorded them back to back, and so now I'm just waiting for you to edit it so that I can re-listen to it and be like, "Oh yeah, I, I should go get that for the thumbnail." Hey, I'm not sure what we're gonna do for that one. I'm like five minutes into the edit too. It's taking me a while, but I mean, we got time for that one. I just have to get this one, or not this one, but tomorrow's episode edited. You know, we could do our own "Am I the Asshole" without him until he gets back. <laughs> a separate "Am I the yeah, Asshole"? Yeah, maybe maybe there's a quick one. Do you have any way of knowing if they're quick or not? Oh, there's a lot more in here than there was last time I looked. But then again, I don't look. This one looks twice as long. Okay, never mind. It has a lot of reading. This is a pretty good one. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do it then? There's a, a Sacred Symbols Plus episode where they were talking about furries. Because they talk shit about furries all the time. I think someone called them out on it or something. I don't know what they did. But they were like, man, on, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, furries... Have, are like intrinsically a human a human thing like a human experience like if you go all the way back to cave paintings they didn't really paint people they usually painted animals right and like they wore the headdress like that's like an that's iconography that we <laughs> that's recognize bar- yeah, right? it's a barbarian like they thing. Wear, you wear the skulls you wear the animals wear, do you ever think that one day they were just like i am the grizzly bear <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> they were like man there was a talking snake in the bible <laughs> so, I mean, and a goat or something like there's there's multiple talking animals more than one are you gonna read this but oh all right so we're gonna do one while we wait for aaron to get back i guess this guy's account is a throwaway that says it's i wish i did not throw away am i the asshole for being uncomfortable with a furry in my D campaign yes you read that right i've been running a D campaign since the beginning of last semester with some friends of mine at university unfortunately some of those friends couldn't be with us here this semester, so we were looking for people to replace them. So we could have a reasonable number of people for the campaign. Oh, no, he's back. <laughs> All right, well, never mind. Well, no, we got to stick with this. Okay. All right, Aaron, we're doing a two for now. We started Sweet. one just for fun, and you got here just in time. So that second link, pull it up. Keep reading, Philip. All right. So me and my two remaining players are in recruit mode. We'll call one of these players A. Myself, A, and the other friend all managed to find one person each to join the campaign. That's a little more than I was hoping for. I just wanted enough regular players that I did not feel like I had to cancel if one person did not show. But it'll work. So it turns out the person A invited is a furry. And I'm not going to lie. It makes me really uncomfortable. They wear cat (laughs) ears and stuff all the time, from what I can tell. Have sort of a Sona thing on their lanyard. And unironically type and say things like, 
Yeah, people are going to know. They don't know. They know what we're saying. I recognize that this is me being a bit prejudiced because they're not hurting anyone. It just makes me feel weird. And I have no doubt that I would be an asshole if I were to ask them not to be in the campaign just because of a lifestyle choice I'm not used to. But I feel like A should have at least asked us if we'd be comfortable with someone like this in the game, you know? Not only that, but A seems to be inconsiderate in general these days. He was late to both sessions so far. He invited his girlfriend, who I have met before, she's not a player, to spectate the room or oof, to spectate the game, which was in my apartment without even asking. He has even asked twice now about extra people being added to the campaign after I initially said now five players is enough. Thank you. I don't know. I feel like this could just be me overreacting and A being a bit rude or maybe neither of us are assholes and I just worried too much. Either way, I have no idea what to think. So I thought I'd leave it to you guys to decide. Oh, boy. Okay, so this guy's fine. No, let's go around around the room. Opinions on furries. I'll go first. Uh, I think they're a little strange, but I am also I have a level of respect for them to be like that fucking weird and just going for it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you have to be a little bit of crazy or just really determined to be that out there because I don't think furries are popular. I don't think that's a popular thing to do is to come out as a furry, but it is so. also weird. I agree. So it's, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Oh. I'm lagging, so you guys keep talking. All right, Aaron, feelings on furries? Are you a furry? It's okay if you are. It's <laughs> no, just I'm not, weird. I'm not. No, I'm not a furry. Uh, I don't have any problems with them, though. Because I mean, we're all just people at the end of the day. And I mean, yeah, yeah, it's 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 weird, but like it, we're all we're all weird in some way. I know I'm weird in a lot of fucking ways. Like I bite my fucking mouth and lips a lot, but that's not like being a furry. So what the fuck am I talking about, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and by my lips and stuff. Hey, you're self-implicating. Now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but no, I um, yeah, I, I'm fine with them. It's all right. Nave. I'm probably the most tangentially furry out of all of us, and I say genocide them. What? With a flamethrower. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't care. I would be upset <laughs> in this situation. I almost killed Aaron again. Yeah, that's the second time, dude. <laughs> You should just not drink whenever I'm speaking. I, if, I, I, I should have learned by now. Dude, you almost killed me during the racing games episode. Now this. <laughs> I talk to a, quite a few people, actually, that are, if not furries, like, very close. And it's fine, but most of them are pretty self-aware about how, like, strange some of their, like, behaviors are. And they don't act that way around normal people. I'm assuming that this furry in particular is being... I would call a flamboyant yeah, furry. No, he's a oh, like furry. That. That's that's the thing. Like it's okay to be like a larper and go dress up like a vampire on the on the weekends or go to the medieval carnival or whatever. What's it called medieval Renaissance times? Oh yeah, the Renaissance mm- fair. Yeah, like a Renaissance fair and do that. Like that's fine. The problem is is like if you're wearing your knight armor at Arby's, like it's <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's the first place you went was Arby's. <laughs> Meanwhile, I haven't been doing Arby's in like years, it feels, but Dude, they're so gross. If you see you went to Arby's and you see a knight and you see a furry, which one are you going to like avoid the Dude. most? Like you have to sit down at a table. Are you sitting next to the vampire, Dude. the knight, or the fair the furry? Vampire. You are 
You you are hitting the nail on the head so hard for me because I live right next door to the, the biggest card shop oh. in Oklahoma, like for Magic the Gathering and Yu-Gi-Oh and all this shit. And right next door to that is an Arby's. And they are constantly, <laughs> every every day around 6 to 7, they are getting all the Magic the Gathering players going there for modern tournaments and, 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 and commander beef. tournaments. Dude, yeah. And so, like, they probably, I have literally seen the whole ass fursuits. <laughs> Like, multiple times in the oh couple of years that I went there of people standing outside of Arby's in furry suits. Like, non, no shit. I'm not joking. I probably have talked about this on the podcast before at least once. This has probably so. happened to me. Uh, it's got to have. Or maybe, I, I don't know. But, like, it's just, it is not beyond the realm of possibility for me to walk into an Arby's and see somebody in a furry suit. <laughs> no, now I'm imagining them walking back into the card shop to continue the tournament, just smelling like roast beef and mustard <laughs> and everything else. Yeah, so and like, the fake cheese that they have. Yeah, the cheese. <laughs> oh, my God. The I cheese is so bad. I didn't take into account, like, being fully dressed. Did the, did no, the he says he say? just wears cat ears, and he says things okay. like, ooh, woo. And he has a Sona thing on their lanyard, which I assume is like, I, I assume they're talking about like means. a persona, like a, or persona. Like a fursona. A fursona. Like a fursona. A fursona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even connect it yeah. to this yeah, game. Yeah, you just fucking <laughs> persona. Yeah, it just blew yeah. my own minds. Uh, but it's probably a connection like that. Like it's probably, maybe it has their character name on it or like a picture oh. of them in their full gear, maybe. So if they identify with sense. another fur-based person, they can be like, this is me. <laughs> Fur-based. Okay. Yeah. yeah if- Here's the main thing. Is like, is the furry crinkling? What? Do you, what? What do you mean? I don't know what that means. Do you know? Like a diaper? Do you, Oh, yeah. Like a di- That's what. Okay. Hold on. Wait, do <laughs> you, you guys don't know about crinkling? No. Oh, boy. So, like, some what? furries in their fursuits, they wear diapers, you know? Like, you know, like Spartans and Halo, they have to pee and poop sometimes, <laughs> oh. and they can't take their armor off. So, some people in the fursuits wear diapers, and they call it crinkling because when they sit down, you hear the diapers <laughs> on the inside That's of funny. Them. Dude, that just seems like so much fucking work to be a furry. That's a like, lot of work. Yeah. Um, like bondage. It's too much. That, yeah, that, that's too much. Or, uh... <laughs> I guess this made me yeah. think of the knights now. Like, do you think the knights of the Renaissance Fair are wearing diapers? Do they crinkle? I, I, I maybe. They, wait, no. I think I think mm. knight armor has a thing that lets you take your ash plate off easier, <laughs> your right? Ass plate. <laughs> no, I'm pretty. Sure, I'm almost positive that's a real thing. Let me see. Yeah, I don't think they how, have ass plates. How do knights? Shit. Please type Ooh. shit. Oh uh, shit. I mean, that was the whole point with like the halo armor. Is like Master Chief does not have an ass plate. It's just but yeah but that's the thing is that would be a structural weakness for master chief because he has the shield but structural weakness his ass master cheeks himself <laughs> okay so apparently oh my god usually i agree wear, like skirts Please. or something or it's like a uh like the it's part of the uh what do you call it the the chess piece the hawbrook i don't know it's like okay so I've apparently word, but i don't know how to pronounce it so the armor is really loose around the crotch and and hips area because if they if it wasn't if it was rigid it would make horseback riding really hard. Oh, if you had rigid armor there, yeah. so already the the it's really so they had chainmail. They had the what Philip was saying the skirts underneath so it didn't shave. Apparently they got, they got the squires to take their ass plate <laughs> off. So I was right. Okay. Okay. 
So if they needed to piss, they would probably just piss themselves. But if they needed to shit, the squire would take the ass plate off. I imagine. If they were in battle. I imagine so many knights developed like fucking kidney stones and prostate problems from holding in their piss for so fucking long, dude. Fuck medieval I times. Bet it was, well, isn't it like cold in Britain? I bet it felt good. I was like, oh, I'm oh, so warm for a second. You. Like dumb and dumber. Yeah. Like, I've got to go, man. No, dude, just everyone's, go. Everyone's pissed in the pool before, and we all know yeah, that it glorious. feels good. It's so it good. It feels man. real good. There's a part in Metal Gear 5 where, I think it's right in the beginning, where you're playing as a dead body next to another guy. And he pisses himself because they're starting to shoot the dead bodies. <laughs> and then they step in the piss and then they come over and like they follow the trail to you and him. <laughs> that's what amazing. the fuck? That's really part of it. That, that's Metal Gear Solid 5? Metal Gear Solid 5. And I don't want to spoil it because have you played it? Uh, no, I need to play this game if, there, if okay, there's you need to play pissing it. yourself involved. Yeah, it's like, really dumb. It's really dumb. I, I couldn't tell. Like, It's funny because, you know. You're Snake, and it's like, you really get a snake laying in a puddle of piss next to another guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a, oh, and then Mass Chief peed himself. You're like, why does Mass Chief have to pee himself? <laughs> you didn't have to ride it this way. <laughs> like Cortana's asking him, does Master Chief have to go and take a poopy? Oh, my God. No, the armor takes it. care of that. Yeah. He's like a little vacuum. All his needs. He's like, yes, Master Chief need to poop poo. <laughs> So <laughs> baby needs to take a boom boom and he's like okay. riding on that fucking bomb or whatever in space and he just yeah so this nice. guy doesn't seem to be having a problem with the furry except that it's kind of weird he has a bigger problem with a the guy who invited the furry which if you're on like if we're tier listing your dungeons and dragons team and the furry is sitting higher than one of your best bros that's been there the longest i think there's something going on there he is right though. A, it is A's fault. It, it like at the base <laughs> level, it is A's fault. So, Ooh, yeah. do you think A's an asshole here, or is the uh, the dungeon master just being a bit of a jerk? Let me read up on the, the first little bit. Real yeah, fast. double check the uh, lore. The furry probably needs to tone it down seven to fifteen notches. And uh, I don't know. A needs to apologize. It seems like there's a huge miscommunication between A and the OP. Yeah, being that. A doesn't really feel like he's being rude about any of this. I just keep getting hanging up know. on the furry. Do you think he plays as like a wolfin or a, I bet or like what? Yeah, what, Dragonborn. A Dragonborn sure. definitely a scaly boy. He's a oh, Khajiit. Yeah. Like what? What character do you think he's rolling? He's like human male. Like oh, all right, human male. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like I gotta play human male because this is role playing and I am a f- I am a fox spirit. Oh my god. <laughs> like oh yeah, I forgot. They're like, do you think like it's human male? Let's go further with that. Do you think that they're like, oh, how do you humans uh, say? Like, do you think that the out of characters? <laughs> oh my god, pretending to not be oh a my human. God. Imagine being a your guy in university. So you're probably like what twenty twenty one, if that. You're you have a persona where you are role playing in real life as a furry person, a furry animal. And then you go to a Dungeons and Dragons game where you roll a normal human <laughs> and you role play as, as your furry character. So you are like two levels of role play deep at this point. <laughs> and then Many you, layers. you role play within the role playing game. Yeah, as a fucking, it's like then yeah, human is like a, spy. maybe a human bard that needs to roll like some kind of deception or something like that. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> 
<laughs> like you said, like he's a, a spy sneaking into the place. Your fucking knowledge stat has to be high enough so that you don't <laughs> lose your fucking mind over how much over how much shit you need to remember at all times. Like, okay, so I'm, I'm a human here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I read up on it and I feel like I feel like the guy that posted this could 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 just yeah, I mean he could talk to both of them, I guess. Like it's it doesn't seem like that big a deal. Like he wanted new people to come into the game and and that's what player A did and I mean, yeah. But now he's got a furry in his house. Yeah, and it's hard to get those out. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta lean <laughs> Yeah, about. once you start feeding them, once you start feeding them, they keep coming back. Okay, so he does highlight and a, and a piece of cheese. It's not. He did a couple replies. <laughs> it's not just the ears and the lanyard. Apparently, he also wears a collar. What? A, a collar, like the furry Hi. guy does. Which I don't think he, he highlighted. All you gotta do is put a leash on the collar and tie it oh on the outside porch and just leave him out there. <laughs> Maybe. You, are you reading the collar thing from the that that post? It's, or? it's in the in uh, the replies. Got, uh, it's in the comments. Comments. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. There's oh, a I lot see. of people okay. that commented on this guy. He has the because a lot of people. I mean, he's like, I, he's like, okay, so the person A is inviting his girlfriend over without asking, inviting, uh, trying to get other people in on the game without asking, and so and it seems like OP has a problem with random people in his house, in in general when he's not like, oh, like aware of who they are and stuff like <laughs> oh that. <my laughs> Some of the comments what? are funny. Ooh, ooh, notice treasure or notice treasure. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Okay, no. this guy's not oh, yeah. an asshole. That's the so furry is almost always the asshole, but this time <laughs> I think it might he's be not directly. Right? He's not in conflict with anyone. He's just being himself, and he's the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh, just because cat ears and collars exist doesn't mean it's fetish gear. It might not be a sex thing. Oh, I, I, okay. Oh, okay. Man. okay. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, it's like yeah, and I'm playing and I'm playing Sinran Kagura for the gameplay, not for the giant jiggling anime titties. That's right. It's not a sexual thing. I just like to I just like Dynasty Warriors combat. God, just the comments just keep going. Uh, we probably need yeah, to wrap this up. Yeah. There, there's one that's kind of like kind of uh, twisting me a little bit. There's one that's like the difference is that being a furry and wearing the paraphernalia is a choice. All all caps. While sexuality and race aren't being a member of the LGBTQ, isn't a free pass. The what isn't a free What's going pass. On? The blindly accuse others of being bigots for not liking a fetish. I no, I'm I'm done wow. reading these comments, dude. These are they're really going in on yeah. the comments. They're really dissecting <sighs> it. Okay, apparently there's that. more. Like I found another one that I don't know if you saw this one, but it was like apparently furry phobia phobia is a known issue in a lot of tabletop RPGs. And many GMs will ban furry races <laughs> just in the case that there may be any romantic. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Some romance may happen in the game. And it's like, then we need to explain that. Is this bestiality related? If a, a human ends up with a wolf person or something. Fuck, dude. What? It's like Baldur's Gate. Like you can fuck a bear guy in a Baldur's Gate. And that is what he's trying to avoid. This is actually a fucking conversation that was going on in Baldur's Gate is if you if the druid that you can romance he turns into a bear and fucks you is that bestiality? Oh my god, dude, stop. <laughs> See, that's the problem with furry is that it, it, it veers so fast into bestiality, it's hard not to. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like driving on an oil slick in a Mario Kart race. And instead of white lines on the road, they're all banana peels. You better fucking drive real good. Well, that's the other problem with like anime is that it's like, then it's like, oh, they're middle school. Also, is like the choice. They're 5,000 year old women. Oh, and we're talking about Persona. (laughs) Oh, shit, dude. Dude, I'm pretty sure Persona 3, you could. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure Persona 3. No, I'm pretty sure this is the one where you could romance like a 13 year old boy in, in the portable version. Aren't they all 13, though? No, I think they're all high school age. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. one kid is not in high school. Yeah, one's a robot. He's like the brother of somebody. Oh, shit. And, and in Persona 3 Portable, you were a woman, and one of the romance options is the bo- it's a little boy. In, uh, or something like that. In FES, one of your teammates is a robot, and one's a, one's a dog. <laughs> romance options? Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say I want to romance the dog. But. <laughs> well, I was um, thinking about uh, Final Fantasy VII. Who do you take on the Ferris wheel ride? And you're just up there with um, Red with Baron Red or whatever. Red oh yeah, I, just I forgot about that. Barrett, like he's a fucking yeah. dog, dude. <laughs> Barrett. I forgot Red Thirteen was even available at that point in the game. He sucks, dude. He's so fucking stupid. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's not stupid. He's just not good in combat. He's a good boy, though. Oh. He tries. He can identify things. Fuck, man. I, <laughs> no, uh... no, you're talking about the diamond dog again, though. Oh, yeah, that's it. Woof. Dude, this is tough. Like, how do... is it? I don't want to go through... Well, I mean, like, if, it, if it's one of those furries that, like, that isn't so bad, I guess, to, to put it plainly, if it's one of those furries that isn't so bad, like, it's fine. Like it's no big deal, but if if they are being like, ooh, and they're being like, ooh, like doggy sees treasure, or like doggy was a daddy twenty, like and they're being, that might actually be kind of fun. Like I feel like that can be yeah. funny at first, <laughs> especially if they double down on it. Like man, <laughs> double yeah, down, dude, double yeah. down. If I was the DM, Oopsie I would make daisy. people pet him. Yeah, I would maybe oh, give him a pet for being a good boy. Whoa. I would fucking torture. I would torture A for bringing a furry. I would torture him. That, that might be the best. That's bet. like, do you want do you want disadvantage on all of your roles Dis- today, or do you want to pet the good boy? Yeah, <laughs> disadvantage. I vote for that. I like Nave Solution. Like. Keep the furry around. Make him intrinsically part of the story. Where yes, we need you to be there. You're the main character, but just ruin everyone else's time with it. Yeah, that's a good funny. One. Give them yes. leave them little doggy treats whenever they score a crit or something, or they, they pass a oh uh, they pass a skill check. Who's your good boy? Who's well, your good boy? It's a dog. We just know there's know, dude, cat ears, just... so possibly cat. Yeah, what's up, Doc? Or something? Give him a carrot. <laughs> okay. All right, so now for a palate cleanser, let's go on to the original Am I the Asshole we picked. Nave, you want to read this one? Uh, sure. <laughs> this one is from Faking Game. Read as a uh, back to this guy. Hear <laughs> <laughs> uh, me out. Am I the asshole for sacrificing my girlfriend to the dark gods? I don't want to read like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hear me out here. Me and my girlfriend are part of an RPG group, and we're currently playing a game called Black Crusade, set in the Warhammer 40k universe. In this game, the four of us are all servants of the evil Chaos Gods, and are bitter rivals for their attention. It has been an interesting mixture of helping each other out, like a traditional RPG, but also screwing each other over, because we're the bad guys, and that's what bad guys do. Anyway, my girlfriend's character managed to gain a following of cultists, and was planning to perform a dark ritual which would have 
skewed the balance towards her god. I felt this was the perfect time to strike, since it was the end of the campaign anyways, and killed all of her cultists and her before offering her skull to my god. It was a big move, but entirely in character. Needless to say, she was not happy and hasn't spoken to me for a week. Now I get that... Now I get... I'm the asshole to an extent, but really what this was both the point of the game and completely in character and her character almost certainly wouldn't have let mine live if she completed that ritual. Am I the asshole? Hmm. I vote they play a different game. That's too fucking complex for me, dog. I like this, but I, I routinely, I have people around me that love fucking each other over in games anyways. Like my friends, Dontre and Jesse would chomp at the bits in a, in an RPG game where we could fuck each other over like at any point and get bonus points. Well, this like, seems I think that, like, like a vampire, the masquerade type situation, like the way this role playing game is set up because it doesn't look like it's exactly combat focused. It looks like it may be focus, focus more on like in just in general RPG, like actual role playing. Oh no, faking gay has been sur- suspended. Yeah, it's a little damn. <laughs> well, how do we find there? How do we find his replies now? And I'm just trying to look scroll up and look more on this game because I'm not exactly sure what this game plays like. Because if this is like a Dungeons and Dragons style game, then this might be kind of yeah. it would be a bit of an asshole move to kill another player, even if. Well, what's up? It seems like it, it seems the whole point of the game is to get the the be, have, be in the god's favor. Yeah. Your god's favor, right? So what this reminds me of there's this, there's this tabletop game called uh Betrayal on the House Betrayal on Haunted House Hill or something like that. Like some combination of those words. And the whole point of the game is that you're exploring a house and eventually eventually someone gets revealed as the traitor and then it becomes like a one versus however many of you guys are there and you have to fight each other. And so it, you want to be like cooperative at the beginning and then, you know, it's a PvP game at the end. And it kind of seems like this game is a little bit more like PvP whenever all the time. And so it, it feel it, it's it seems competitive in nature. And Everyone playing the game should have been aware that they could be they could just die and lose and that's it. Like mm. that's like part of the game. And if that if you getting killed right before you win makes you so mad that you don't talk to your boyfriend for a week, then maybe you shouldn't play co- competitive games with each other. Yeah, the way it sounds like from there. Like I like the I like your your take on that. It does sound like she's being a bit of a baby. As far as I can tell from like Wikipedia, basically just you're cast in the role of a villain with the players actively working against the human empire for the forces of chaos. So like, so, so you want to be the best villain. So it sounds like, like, yeah, you would want to take out the other players. Maybe unless I'm, I don't know. I don't know the game that well, but I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm siding with Nave. I can't say it better than he could have or better than he did. Cause yeah, you, you should be, (laughs) you're playing a fucking role playing game. You should have known shit like this is going to happen. And if you get mad about it, that up. Especially whenever it sounds like they're wrapping up the campaign, but this doesn't have to be the end. Like, even if, like, this is the end of this story or this part of the campaign, if they have elder gods and blood gods and stuff like that, they could probably bring characters back to life in the next story or something like that. Be like, oh, and she didn't die. Instead, she's cut in half, and half of her is like a robot abomination, (laughs) and the other half is like meat. And but then where's yeah, her, I mean, her, the other half? And now there's two of her with alternating robot abomination sides. Or something like, <laughs> so it's like they're looking in a sweet. mirror. 
Yeah, her fucking her arch nemesis is just her legs with a robot body. Oh, I was thinking and about her like, legs want to come like back. The full, oh, like cut this down way. The nose. <laughs> I was thinking literally. I was thinking across. I was thinking horizontal cut. Yeah, that'd be funny. Like instead, it's like Darth Vader, but his legs are like yeah <laughs> burn off or whatever. They're just out there walking around. Yeah, attached oh, no, it's to more some like other Darth Maul robot. when he gets cut in half type deal. Comes back with robot legs. Does Darth Maul come back with robot legs? Yeah, he does. Spoilers for Star Wars in general, I guess. <laughs> Comes back with baby legs. Don't worry, it was in the cartoons that happened, you know, off off screen, off the movie screen. All right, yeah, but I, I think they should just keep playing. Like, they seem to be taking this poorly, but just play again. Just keep the game going. Honestly, yeah, you could just start a new fucking campaign. I mean, uh, I don't recall how far they were into it, but I mean, yeah, you could just start a new game. Find new people, start a new game. Uh, yeah, it looks like they Gate. they were wrapping it up. They were wrapping up to complete the final ritual or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, which without, felt what's whenever up? this when does this when does this episode come out? Okay, this episode should come out. Let me look at the calendar. I think he said three weeks. It should like come out the fifteenth of December. The fifteenth. Yeah. This the game awards is on the seventh, so that would have been a week before. So are we are recording this <laughs> in November. Yeah, so we'll know if this goes out. But so Baldur's Gate is getting announced the the release date at the game awards for Xbox because this is the only platform it's not on. So I'm predicting. Now I don't have a lot of stake in this, so I don't really care either way. But I'm predicting that it gets shadow dropped on the Xbox on the day on December 7th cool. during the broadcast. I'm I'm also predicting that it's getting shadow dropped in the game pass. Mm, we'll see. I hope so. I hope that comes true. Yeah. I hope that comes true as well. Mostly cuz I want to play it with Philip and I and it is, will be a bitch and a half to fucking get both of us on there if it's not on game pass. All right. Uh so I think there's minor assholes here, but this has already turned into a long one. So let's keep it moving. Any final points on these guys? Any of the assholes, nope. the furries included? Nah. Uh, mm, uh, girl needs to lighten up. Yeah. Maybe they should get a furry in their game. Maybe they should. Yeah. Take some attention off their relationship. Uh, how many? What's the furry race in Warhammer? Okay. Uh, they have the rats. <laughs> real <laughs> yes. Real there gross, we go. Though. God. The swarm, the the vermin tide, yeah. yeah, the vermins themselves. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and do some listening. Music. Yeah, plays. The difference between the difference between human furries and vermin tide furries is that the vermin tide furries put the collar on you. Well done. That was very well yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> Good vermin tide joke. The music uh, plays for the three people. <laughs> All right, you guys ready for some listening together? Ready. All right, so I'll bring it in uh, with our little intro song, and then it'll fade out, and then we can just start chilling or talking.
Hello and welcome to Listening Together. This is the poem for everyone's souls from Persona 3. And a big thing to note about this is me and Nave got in a big fucking fight over what songs <laughs> should be played during the intro. Cut the song! Cut the song! We're done with the music! Cut. Alright, Nave. So, the poem for everyone's souls. This is in like every persona though. This has been, it's in like four, it's in five. This is one that's like just reoccurring. This is the, um, I don't know, like a, a through theme type song. And you wanted this yeah, one like for the, the intro? Yeah, like the prelude in Final Fantasy. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't that a beautiful intro? Yeah, it was, I feel no, intro. It was I really good. This one actually made it really far on my list whenever I was like racking and stacking all these songs. But what was the bullshit you were saying before we started it where you were mad at me for messing with the notes? <laughs> I wasn't even understanding <laughs> no, what... because I... It doesn't matter. So there wasn't an intro on our. This is just for fucking us looking at the notes. But like, on, we didn't have an intro song, but we had the most notorious song. And I couldn't remember if the most notorious song was the song we lead in with, and then we're like, "Hello, is listening together time?" Or if it's a song that came in after, and then Philip wouldn't answer me. <laughs> it was like talking to ChatGPT, <laughs> asking him what the fuck that was, and so it, it didn't matter. Oh yeah, whatever. So, Persona 3. This, in the notes it says intro the guest, so I guess I'm doing it again. Welcome, Aaron, from Aaron and Tommy Superpot. Like, we haven't been talking for the last hour. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Howdy. So, you... Stood... <laughs> Bonk. <laughs> <laughs> Just bonked the mic. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I do that all the time. But you put out... Uh, I forgot what... I was I was looking for... Uh, just anybody to listen together. Anybody would all could fill this slot... You filled my slot perfectly, though, because you said, I'll do I'll it. Fill whatever you need. Yeah, but I want to talk about Persona because I was like, I was <laughs> I was really baiting for some near auto tomato because I love that soundtrack so much. But no one was biting or people were nibbling, but no one would bite. But you were you were ready to chomp down hard with any Persona game. Specifically, you said you wanted to do three. Now, tell me why three? Why this game OST? Uh, so, yeah, Persona 3 is, is really just the first Persona game I ever played. I hadn't played any Persona games up until, basically until I, I moved where I am now and started collecting games, I think maybe in 2017 or so. And Persona 3 was the first one I bought because I was like, like, oh, games are so expensive. I'd better buy this $20 one. And then, yeah, Persona 3 was like 20 bucks back in the day. And On like PlayStation 2 or PSP? PlayStation 2. Okay. And well, I guess there, there's there's like regular Persona 3 and then there's Persona 3 FES, but they're like the same fucking price. But the game was just really, really cool. I heard about it from some people that uh, that I used to work with. And yeah, the soundtrack was just bitching, like just fucking bitching good. And uh, I mean, you, you have four and five, everybody knows them. They're good. But uh, three is just stuck with me for sure the most, uh, maybe because I've put the most hours into the game. Uh, or just because it's just so fucking jazzy and snazzy and, and good. Snazzy. Yeah. All right, Nave, what about you? What's your connection to three? Uh, this is the one I haven't played. Oh, really? And so I thought you played this one. Yeah. No. Uh, I was ho- So Persona 3 Remake is coming out in February of 2024, I think. Mm-hmm. And so that's I was going to buy it because Persona 3, the FES version or whatever the fuck... Uh, that's on Game Pass, but and I was no, gonna play on Game it Pass. Like, pretty soon. Yeah. Is it portable? Oh yeah. yeah. And so that's what everyone's complaining about. Is this, it's not the FES version because FES yeah. has which is... the genders that you can choose, or is that the portable one? 
No, the uh, God, I don't know. So, so the, the original uh, Persona Three, you uh, you could not change your characters. Yeah, or, no, sorry, you uh, you could not give your your teammates commands during battle, and you also only got the boy main character. And there was a few other things they changed, but then uh, they they redid uh, Persona Three on PlayStation Two again as FES. And they they let you give commands to your teammates, a bunch of other quality of life shit like male female main character, and then <laughs> they also gave like the <laughs> they also had like the robot teammate that you can recruit later on as well. And then they put the fucking game on PSP, and in order to like get it to fit on the PSP, they had to cut out all the shit where you like run around places and talk to people, and instead they made it like point and click and stuff. Mm, I see, good stuff. So my connection to this game is I played like three hours of it. And then Nave said, that game's getting in a remake and it's probably just going to come straight to Game Pass when Reload comes out. And I'm like, well, time to stop playing this. I'll go play Suikoden. And then I put in 30 hours on Suikoden and Nave's like, Suikoden's getting a remake as well. And I'm like, oh, oh fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I just won't play it then. I won't play any RPG that came out before, I don't know, 2010. That's safe. Those those 360 RPGs are not getting remade. You mean that I'm not going to get an HD? Well, I guess more HD uh, Blue Dragon or uh, Lost Odyssey. I highly doubt. I want it. Infinite Undiscovery. Yeah. Or what was the one where there were like guns and werewolves and they they were in like World War Two or something? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, uh, Operation Darkness. Is that? That's it. it? Yeah, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. I remember having like a demo of that game on a demo disc, and I'm like, this is fucking wild. There's anime characters and werewolves it's great it's great stuff dude you should go play wild arms it's on ps1 i mean you can emulate it for sure but it's a wild west jrpg it's pretty fucking cool i mean i think that's on the playstation plus exclusive version whatever it's called oh i see that sounds right i'll never get to play it then emulate it on your phone you trying to give me fucking kill (laughs) the jail (laughs) (laughs) i've openly admitted on our show all the time that i emulate shit I'm not gonna pay fucking, fucking three hundred bucks I for a copy of the game. I only emulate the games that I legally own. Fuck them. <laughs> like for fucking me. Lasers. <laughs> All right. That's what the furries say is come for me. So stupid. So the composer Fuck. is Shoji Meguro, and he or she? I'm not sure. I think he. He did. I didn't do that much research for this guy, except I know he did the music for a lot of the Shin Megumi Tensei. It didn't say Megumi's the personas and Catherine nice. which of Nave fame who talks about Catherine every week hell yeah, yeah you always should. playing it at some point it's a great fucking game love those block tower puzzles so Sorry, for our no you're good so moving right into uh, we got into argument over the most notorious song and Nave finally decided for us because of 15 million plays on spotify <laughs> oh yeah like the that's so it's the one that everyone listened to is mass destruction let's take a listen talk about snazzy and funk Dude, I know Jazzy and Snazzy. Don't forget that. Oh, the Jazzy. Put a little bit of rap in there. A little yeah. R&B almost. 
The dude's name is Lotus Juice, if that fucking helps anybody at all. <laughs> is that the name of the rapper? Yeah, if anybody fucking cares. <laughs> what else does he do? What does Lotus just, Juice do? He makes other music. Uh, it uh, sound, It makes me want to play Jet Set Radio. Oh yeah, I could see that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, they, they also... A bunch of Persona 3 music was remade into this three... I don't mean to talk over the song. I'm fucking no, you're sorry, good. dude. No, like, uh, I can always tone it down as we go. They also... Uh, there was this game on the 3DS called Persona Q that had a bunch of uh, Persona 3 and 4 characters mixed into it. I don't recall if I played that before Persona 3 or whatever, but uh, they, they remixed a bunch of Persona 3 songs for that game, and, and those were also really good. Which, we, again, Lotus Juice did, but yeah. Oh, we, we kind of talked about it before the show, but when we were trying to find out what track list we were going to go off of this, there are so many remixes, albums, re-releases for every single like yeah god damn it there's persona 3 there's persona 3 reload album is already out i think and that game's not even out yet persona 3 portable persona 3 the fes or whatever and then the remixes and then there's just the um the songs that have like vocals to them also on its own ost separate from the game tracks like there were so many different variations it was hard for us to get a concise list but i think we got it down so yeah. yeah, Philip sent me this 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 playlist on YouTube that has a bunch of them, and then like I was listening to it on Spotify, but it seemed the one for one. There's one missing, but like there's one more in the in the Spotify playlist. Also, the Spotify playlist is mostly in Japanese, so that was a little confusing yeah. for me to translate it back to <laughs> whatever yeah. the fuck. I'm glad we avoided that. Which what would you guys say like the the general genre or theme is to this or is it just like all over the place because like we got we got like lead pianos we got kind of like hip-hop big kick drums we got the jazzy the jazzy jays jazzy jays i mean jazz is probably jazzy jams i'd say so like like jazzy hip-hoppy almost like some of a lot of the songs get pretty pretty jazzy and and hip-hoppy at the same time if there's a to- if there's a term for that, please somebody please somebody tell me. Maybe jazz hop, hmm? disco grindcore or something. Yeah, know. I'm getting some disco vibes. Only I don't know that much disco. I just think about the karaoke talking. songs from uh, like Earth, uh, Wind, and Fire. No, what was the game? Uh, cause, cause cause games with Yakuza. Oh, Yakuza. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the sounds are there. I just don't know the order. Cause, about, yeah. like the Friday night, the Friday night disco yeah, song. Yeah, Friday night, finally Kazuma Friday. Mishima? That's a good song from Tekken. Maybe there's there's, there's two famous Cosmos. Uh, that no no one cares about that. Uh, yeah yeah, I'd say like hip hoppy, like uh, yeah, jazzy or discoy or whatever. So moving right along, our song categories are very vague, mostly left open, so each of us can really interpret it how we feel. So this first one is the song you show off or the best. So this is a song I like to think about it as like if I'm at work and I'm just jamming out, looking at some Excel docs, doing normal office work type stuff, and I have headphones on and I'm jamming and somebody walks in, they're like, hey, what are you listening to? I want to be able to play them a song and be like, oh, I'm listening to game music. I'm listening to Persona 3 OST. What song do I want them to hear first off to be like, wow, this is straight. This is funkin'. Like this is a banger. Funkin'. 
And the one I went with is Afternoon Break. Let's take a listen. I mean, it's poppy, it's funky, you can put it over anything. Yeah, I can't nail a specific genre, dude. And I love that. Yeah, I haven't listened to a lot of the Persona songs because, but everyone talks about how great the the soundtrack list for all the Personas are. And after listening to like my playlist of like fifty five songs and narrowing it down to like, I think I got it down to like twelve songs. Whenever I was trying to pick out like the song I wanted to show off or my notable or anything like that, and it was so hard to cut at cut that twelve down. And then I cut it down to like 11 and then I was barely able to cut it down to like 10 and then went back to 11 where like, no, 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 I can't get rid of whatever song that was. <laughs> but so many of these are groove. like another one that I almost put on there was like during the test, but afternoon break is just too good. Was this one anywhere on y'all's list or am I just on my own on this one? No, it was it was for sure on my list. I had like three potentially for this uh I guess for each one I had a ton and afternoon break was for sure on there but it, it somehow got beat out I think I just just like no no I picked a different one your other picks gotta make it alright that's afternoon break well then next up Aaron what what about your pick if uh, you would be so bold I picked Tartarus second floor cause I mean you're you're in Tartarus a lot and uh it's like it's like the only dungeon of the game, but yeah, that tune. Like once you hear it for like the next hour that you're in the dungeon, it gets stuck in your brain. And in and, the yeah, next forty hours, as you ex- explore the same dungeon, yeah, exactly. But it, it's it's a groove too. So there's like six of these, like a different song for each floor. Why? Why two? I was, I was just stuck on. T- I was just stuck <laughs> on two the longest. This is the one that's like most ingrained into my brain. What's well, funny is like you bring this up because I even tried to narrow down the best of the Tartaruses, and I basically came down to two and six, yeah. but I could not identify what was different between the two of them. I know, like. uh Three, four, and five, they have like, oh, how do I explain it? They sound like crunchier, I guess. Um, this one is just way smoother. <laughs> it's like yeah, a, yeah, this one's real smooth. It's like a Marlboro menthol, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't smoke, but I just assume those are mellow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't smoke, but if, it, if I did, it would sound I think like those would be the mellow. <laughs> those long, are extremely harsh, I think. <laughs> it'd be the long discontinued Marlboro Skyline. All right, Nave. What about you? Uh, I picked "Memories of You," which is probably it was it was up there with the maybe the most notorious. Also, whenever you added the intro song, like an hour before <laughs> we jumped in here, you put you're like, "I'm just gonna put Nave's fucking song <laughs> no. in there," so he has to choose that. I was like, "No, fuck you! I'm gonna put, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm not changing mine." <laughs> Well, I just okay. That's it. I really wanted this song to make it into the list because I was gonna. I almost chose this as the song I show off as well. But I thought that afternoon break would have more mass appeal 
but Memories of You is just an incredible song. Like, just yeah. standalone. Is, it's so good. I have it liked on my Spotify now. Out of the nice. whole playlist. As soon as I heard it, about like a minute in, I'm like, oh man, I, I'm going to want to listen to this a lot more. Was it Lotus Juice? <laughs> you wish it was Lotus Juice. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Dude. Oh, it's so good. Like, <clears throat> it's crazy for a game that I barely played. The music can be really moving. Mayumi Fujita, maybe? I'm Yumi Kawamura right now. Yeah, Yumi Kawamura. What else does she do? I'm wondering if she does anything for like Kingdom Hearts or something. What's her name? Yumi what? Kawamura. I don't know if maybe I've just been fucking listening to this shit for for like way too much recently, but now I just this just sounds like a voice that I've heard in everything. It seems like could be, but I don't know. It's weird whenever we pre- like prep for these episodes. I don't know what you guys do, but I do just listen to the like the whole set list on repeat, and I just slowly prune out songs where I'm like, ah, eh, we don't really need this one. Damn. That type of stuff. But. <laughs> Yeah, she's done a lot of songs for a lot of Persona games. Holy shit. She's just the Persona singer. That's probably it. Because I am, like, I did spend, like, 130 hours in Persona 5 last year. And then I also, or maybe it was, like, the year before. But I also, I'm just now playing Persona 5 Tactica. So I've, again, got this music playing in my ears already. Hot damn. That's so I can't see that she's done anything on Kingdom Hearts, though. It sound, who who sings um, the Kingdom Hearts song that we talk about yeah, every yeah, week? Simple and clean or whatever. <laughs> simple and clean. Well, no, that's in English, though, so I don't think... There's it. probably another version, oh, okay. right? Maybe. I think there's a Japanese version of Simple and Clean. Maybe. All right. Now I'm doing our next category. Yeah, let's go. Uh, the notable one. This is just one that where it's like it might not be the best song, but I specifically needed to shine it out. And the one I chose is a very good banger of a song and was almost in my songy show off category. And that is Living with Determination, specifically the classic version, because there's two versions. There's like a hip hop version and then there's the classic version. So let's take a listen.
see, there's something about just like the lead piano. Like it always gets me in like any game, like Gwyn, Lord of Cinder. Um, yeah. Just find it really moving. It's weird because I think I might have heard this before because I just put on like those YouTube live channels. It's like lo-fi video game beats to relax slash study to chill, whatever. And I feel like there's like a, a lo-fi version of this song that I've heard. There's definitely a lo-fi version of a uh, poem for everyone's souls that I've heard. And I'm like, oh, I know this one. I've heard this one before on the uh, little game chops channel. But I just found this one really pretty, and uh, it it makes my heart soft or something. I don't know. <laughs> Language it tur turns my hard heart and other organs <laughs> oh, yeah. soft. It, it melts my heart. That's what I'm looking for. There you go. <laughs> Definitely softening me up. <laughs> uh, there was another one, Memories of the City. That's another piano lead type song, very similar to Memories of You. But it's just piano, and that one almost made it as well. But determination got me more. It was more determined. It reminds me of the um, the little piano, I guess, part that plays on the uh, the press start screen for Persona Four, where it's like, it's like real homey, like yeah, real homey, chilled out vibe. I guess. Yeah. All right, Aaron. What about your pick? What's notable, and why is it notable? Uh, a deep mentality because holy shit is it boppy <laughs> it's uh <laughs> like i i've had a good number of these tracks in my my gigantic playlist on youtube music for a while now and this one always stands out amongst the crowd because of just how fucking energetic it is it's it's insane let's check it out it's like what you'd hear in a shopping mall except like like cranked up the a little above 12. Imagine fucking do a shopping mall and they vibe in a neighbor like this. <laughs> yeah, dude. in that shopping mall I'm like yeah dude going through sephora or something or like a giant cookie place <laughs> i don't think those are the places that play this music though <laughs> fuck it bass like <laughs> yeah a lot of these songs have Fucking really incredible bass. Even Seinfeld around for its fucking money. <laughs> mm. 
keeps evolving too. Yeah, like, I don't think this one made it very far on my list. So I didn't get as much of an appreciation for it. This definitely reminds me of something that you'd hear on, on Jet Set Radio. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I'm trying to place this. This feels like another song. Like, that's not Sonic or something like that. But. but that is a bop. Fuck yeah, dude. Alright, Nave, what about you? What do you got? What are you bringing to the table? What's notable and why? Uh, I picked Joy. I don't know why. Uh, I just was like, this one. Let's listen. And I threw it in there. Because Joy made it really far on my list, too. But I figured someone else would pick it. And that someone was me. Oh, fuck yeah. I didn't recognize the name, but hell yeah. Oh, so there's two notable things. I don't know. I forgot about this. But now that I'm listening to it again, I was looking at the... Uh, the comments in the under the YouTube video for this one and a lot of people were talking about that There's a lot of words that are sampled in this song and they're all they're the same samples that are used in a Jet Set Radio song Really? That's cool. Yeah And also this song has the same Like melody as memories of you. So yeah. I guess it is kind of funny. I picked both of them I mean a lot of them have like this right here Like, this right here is, like, literally a, a sample just straight out of a Jet Set Radio game, apparently. I love that they, they chose this track for when you're just hanging out with your friends. Like, imagine going with your buddies to eat some fucking ramen, and this fucking song is just blasting inside your ear holes, dude. Getting that shit everywhere. It's a sweet, sweet song. You talk about samples. Did you see that clip with um? Ah, oh, forgot his name. It's like Darren, whatever the gorillas guy. Oh yeah. And they were asking about Clint Eastwood, and he's like, "It's all on here." And it was like some old Casio model with like a pre-sampled song. And he just presses it, and it just instantly starts playing the backbeat to Clint Eastwood. He's like, "I just went right with that. Just ripped it straight." And he's like, <laughs> "Dead." He's like, "I didn't need to change anything. It's all good." Yeah, Joy's really it's good. It's really fucking funny. We wonder who plays the fucking trumpet for all these songs, dude. He just or, or, or she, they they belt that fucking shit out, dude. Yeah, <laughs> so good. All right, for our final section, the guest prompt. I ask you to supply us with this out outsourcing my work to the guest once again, <laughs> dear listeners. If you want more guests to come on the show, if we could pay them, that would be great. So support us on Patreon. But the guest prompt you gave us was tracks to flunk out of high school to. Yeah, fuck high school. Yeah, just at me next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, you didn't flunk out of high school. You just sw- got your GED instead. Yeah, well, I got kicked out. They told me not to come back. Oh, which one? I was like, Mr. I was Hughes himself, out. the principal? Yeah. Or the vice principal, Hughes. the it was, evil it was one. Like, yeah, the evil vice principal was there too. Damn. And also the one of the counselors. 
they all pulled me in and they were like, look, you're not going to get enough. You can't get enough credits. It's impossible. And the janitor was there too. And he's like, you'll never amount to nothing, kid. (laughs) Yeah. It was fucking Ozzy from fucking Control and Alan Alan Wake and all them. Just mopping up a fucking dookie on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you you like to wear shoes. I like good shoes. You have to leave school now. And uh, (laughs) water's good for cleaning the good stains. (laughs) You use the hot water. I'm like, thank you, Ati. Thank you. All right. So I picked Shadow. Let's take a listen and we can talk about it. So I've played a little bit of Persona 3. And it suffers a little bit from the Harry Potter problem. Where completely batshit insane things are happening around town and just around school. And no one seems to care except for the students that are specifically handling it. In this, they explain it as like, you're the only ones that can uh, stay awake during the the midnight dark hour, dark hour yeah. on TV. Is there TV in this one? I can't remember. No, that's only Persona 4. It's just the dark hour where people okay. turn into coffins or something stupid. I, I yeah, it's something weird. Like they turn the coffins so that they're, they don't get hurt when the monsters come out. But we can still get hurt. So anyways, you're trying to... You take tests and stuff in this game. Where they're like, what ancient Japanese thing happened here? Whatever. And I'm like, I don't remember. But even though they tell you <laughs> the answer. And uh, yeah, like, this song's funky. But it's also like aggressive and a little spooky. It makes it very feel like the shadows around the school that uh, are keeping me distracted. And that's the reason I flunked. It's not because I'm bad at school. But it's a banger too. Very anxiety-inducing. I really like this one. All right. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, I like it, and I'm so glad, Aaron, that you picked this one. So, how about you tell us about it and why it flunked you out of school? Uh, you want? I. Fuck, man. I I also I get pretty distracted pretty easily. So like I could see myself just like zoning out in class, just kind of like repeating this beat in my head the entire time. Uh, the teachers up there, you know, algebra this, one plus two that, you know, uh, World War One this. And I was, no, I don't. I'm not paying attention. I'm I'm just I'm jamming in my mind. I'm I'm playing those MP3s and grinding my brain. <laughs> All right, let's check out. Uh... I wada Todai Station. Oh, trumpet, dude. I'm so glad you picked this. Because I I almost picked this one for notable. Fuck yeah. Me too. <laughs> this one has a ton of listens on uh, Spotify as well. <laughs> <laughs> this voice. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, this is this is something I would completely fucking ignore the teacher to, dude. Just <laughs> just vibing over there. Yeah, it almost dude. reminds me of um. There's a song on like Skate, the game Skate, that was uh like. Fried green onions or something right, like that. Yeah, yeah, I know what song you're or, talking about, dude. Yeah, yep. and it's just like a, 
it's just a, a groove and there's no yeah. words or lyrics or anything so you're just grooving and skating around the fried green onions yeah. this, is, this is a banger Exactly what the fuck. I don't it's know like what that's called. Green. Fried green. Oh, Booker T and the MGs. That's yeah, the song is just yeah. called Green Onions. Yep. Oh, yeah, that one's a banger too. But we're not going to listen to it because it's probably more trademark than these are. So, next up, Nave, what is your song and why is it going to flunk you out of school? Uh, this song, I wasn't thinking about flunking out of school to it. I was thinking about at the feeling after you flunked out. <laughs> this is what this sounds like. Uh, yeah. Just chilling in your at your house. This is while all your friends are still at school. <laughs> oh, that sounds really lonely. You know, it's also real lonely is whenever I go to your house in the morning when I was trying to wake you up to take you to school so that you wouldn't flunk out and I'm banging on your windows <laughs> and you don't answer. You're like, I'm Usually not going over. I'm sleeping. Oh, the song is This Mysterious Feeling. When I was first listening to this soundtrack, I was flipping through them randomly, kind of. And this was the first one I landed on where I was like, oh, this is probably going on a list somewhere. And then I looked at the list and saw the, the flunk out thing. I was like, oh, well, this is obviously just going there. This is perfect for that. Yeah, this is one I could, like, fall asleep during class two, dude. It makes me wonder, does this one play whenever you meet, like, the, uh, the, the man and the woman? The spooky man in the back alley? Oh, no, that's the, um, the, the one you play at the beginning. The, uh, poem for our souls or something Oh, like is that, that it? Yeah. Plays in the this background. One, this one, I think, is just when you're talking to your friends about... Tartarus shit, I think, maybe? In, like, the big camera computer room? Like that Seems one? Or, or when you're, like, outside of Tartarus area. You're talking about... I think... No, I think it is in the computer room, possibly. I, 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 Which is funny, they have, like, a bat lab. Like, a, a bat cave yeah, <laughs> set up. And I'm like, no one says anything about this? There's just, like, monitors all over the walls, giant computers. No, this like one, one is a groove. Like one teacher in charge of it all, or some shit. But that teacher oh, also lives like with them at their dorm or something. Yeah, dude. it's a weird setup. I don't understand these Japanese schools. All fuck, right, fuck wearing uniforms to school too. Dude. I'm gonna wear whatever I want. If I want to wear denims, I'm gonna wear denims. Denims. If I want to wear a fursuit, I'm gonna <laughs> with a collar. <laughs> So stupid so that covers all of our notable categories at this point aaron i want to thank you so much for coming out on such short notice too like a less than a week we were able to put this together dude no problem at all i love doing these i love video game music i love you guys so it's like a match made in heaven it's just it's like if the t- if the two scissored or something he's scissoring with his hands yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that was definitely a move we had to go for the scissor yeah, so dude Let's go around with just like final feelings on this OST or the game's soundtrack and its relevance. So start with you, Aaron. Final feelings on Persona 3 OST? This one's always going to be a certified classic in my book. Uh, if I if I had a ma- 
if I had a vinyl of this game's soundtrack, I would fucking, I would seal that bitch airtight and keep it safe from predators who might come to sneak into my house to harbor something. Specific <laughs> predators after vinyl. They're like, hey, Vinny, this guy's got a vinyl, I almost said vinyl, a vinyl persona thing in his house. We're going to steal it. And here I am just like. And, and then Vinny is like, ooh, ooh, a twesto. He's like, I sleep them with a fucking like spiked leash and shit with like a cattle prod. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so stupid. Nate, what about you? Final feelings? Oh, shit. I can definitely see where Persona 4 and 5 are getting their fucking style from. And you can see, like, this is definitely the uh, the foundation of that. Um, I, I'm glad that we picked this one, because this is the one I was least familiar with, obviously, since I haven't played it. So it's like, especially with the timing, because it's only going to be like a month and a half after this comes out that everyone's going to be playing Persona 3 uh, Reloaded or whatever the fuck. Revelations. And so I think that that was a really good pick. Yeah, so I don't have a lot of experience with the Persona games. I really want to play them, but 5 has already left Game Pass, and I'm waiting on new 3 to come out, and I'm not going to play Tactica until I play 5. So I'm at like a standstill. But I own Shin Megumi Tensei 5, so I could go play that eventually. That's a good one. I'm a big fan of the the main series Shin Megami Tensei games, and that one's pretty fucking rock solid. I sp- I picked it up specifically on your recommendation, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think I said it in the episode too. I don't remember. Great when I first talked too. about it. Yeah, if you ever decide to do a listening together on that, I'll 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 fucking be there. I definitely. I knew we were going to get to the personas eventually on listening together. I'm glad that we were able to get to it today with you. But I was. I was hesitant at first when I was just listening to the random 55 songs. I'm like, yeah, they're okay. They're kind of weird. It's got a weird funk to it. It's weirdly funky. But once I started narrowing it down to like the top 20 that I actually like listening to, and then the top 10 where it it was, it took me like hours of just re-listening to these songs over and over again. When listening together is supposed to be an easy show for us to just put together real quick. (laughs) I'm spending hours just on YouTube re-listening to i'm even got like my daughter i'm like all right here's song one and here's song two which one do you like better and she's like i kind of like the this song and i'm like no we're already on the next set like that one pretend that one doesn't exist we're you know we're talking about these two now like i got super into like pitting these songs against each other and just trying to find my favorites of the mix but definitely i know memories of you is going to make it onto like my main playlist or whatever and Hell quite a few yeah. of these are going to go into like my video game playlist i'm glad you liked it dude yeah i mean it, and if you guys ever do decide to do a near automata one i'll i'll jump into that unless you guys find somebody else that like knows the game more but uh i've listened to a couple tracks on that and, and that'd be cool too yeah, there's so many good ones the problem with near automata is, is that a lot of the songs evolve based on your location in the map it's the oh. doom eternal problem oh, that's so cool where that's like cool. it changes the original near is like that too yeah. And so it's like the carnival, for instance, the carnival gets louder the deeper you get into the carnival up to That's a point. Cool as fuck. So like you, it actually like it fades and changes or when you're in the desert, the desert in near one, I think it develops like chanting or something like that as you get closer to like the desert village. But once you get farther away, it gets louder piano notes. So it's really contextual. 
much like Banjo-Kazooie, how the soundtrack <laughs> changes when you go under the water compared to when you're above the yeah. water. <laughs> What's like in the first near uh, when you're in the village, you when you go like when you're walking around the village, there's like this like tune playing. And then when you get close to Devola, who's sitting in the middle, like where the fountain is, you hear her singing. And then as you get closer, it gets louder. And then as you go away, it goes away. But it's always in time with the music wherever you're at in the song. It's so fucking good. So good. Okay, I, so I guess I'm going to play Nier Automata sometime then. You have to. It's so good. Yep. And with that. Thanks for joining us this week, co-partners. Maybe next time we can all uwu together. Oh, so good. Let's sign off with Bye. the battle for everyone's souls. <laughs>